Today, This American Dice presents... Uh, oh, I'm Mr. Drowsdow. Huh? Is this thing on? Hello, everyone. It's me, Marilyn Tucciarelli, and I'm here to tell you about the Hammockites Episode 5 that you're listening to right now in your damn ears. Listen, light up a cigarette, get yourself a Sunday gravy going, and get ready to solve a murder mystery because these murder mavens have got it all going on. And listen... The doctor is going to tell you that you need flaxseed oil and you need fish oil and you need all kinds of supplements. But listen, I don't want you to settle for being regular. Just as you're letting go of the door, you realize that it's um, one of those that locks behind you. Oh. You still want to go in here? This is like going to be a one-way trip until someone else comes behind you. Unless you want to use a crown. Or not go through with it. <laughs> she rationalizes in her mind. She's like, there's got to be another way out of here. <laughs> like, she, she says she's going to go for it. Nice. Mm. So, yeah. So it, you let it go, it locks behind you, and you're kind of in this, uh, it looks like storage areas kind of thing, and you maybe uh, sneak around for a bit. There's, uh, if this was a TV show, there's some tense music playing now. Mm-hmm. And I feel this, even though the sun's up, this is counting as dark now, if we need to make the, the moves again. But I didn't, I should have bought a candle with this lantern. Now I have a useless <laughs> lantern, no fucking candle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think. The idea is to try and do a metal move, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you trying to look for? Um, oh, for that book specifically, right? Yeah, the, the, Dina's making a good point. There could be a list of like people who created these scarecrows, right? So, like, awesome. So I got it. So yeah. there's you get to like um, I'm not exactly how sure barns work, which is obvious based <laughs> on the stuff I've said already. But at one point, there's like a, a wooden ladder that goes up into like a loft kind of thing. Oh, oh, I want, yes. Yeah. Yeah, up. And, yeah, as you sneak up here, it's, like, creaking. Oof. And, um, it's, um, it looks like it's, um, converted into, like, almost an apartment kind of thing. It's mm. like a living space. There's a mattress. I'm on a second floor currently. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you. And, um, maybe you can tell specifically, like, oh, this is probably that woman Charity's room, because that same t-shirt she's wearing... There's like a poster of this guy. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. This country singer. Now I'm looking for the smell of pot at this point. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of have full access to this lady's room. Mm-hmm. You can sneak around if you want to make a metal move here. So I'm not expecting to see the list in here um, because it doesn't look like an office or cabinet like I thought, like I thought it was going to be. But while we were talking to her, I thought, wow, she seems really out of it. So... She's not going to be, like, lifting a bed. But if there's, like, a closet or um, 
just a closet full of those shirts, Jesus. Um, <laughs> like a closet or even a small little like desk, something that she can like. Yeah. She's trying to be rational about it. She's not just looking random willy nilly. That's fair. Yeah. So just oh, these are the places that you would hide somewhere. Mm-hmm. This is where I would hide if I was, you know, stealing money or like whatever, you know, yeah. something There's a work sure. related. Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling, correct? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was close. Um, nine. Is there anything I oh, add right. to that? Uh, your reason, right? Correct. So ten. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you definitely get another clue in that case. Yes, that's what I want. On a hit, you find a clue. The keeper will tell you what it is. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh! Whoa. Is responsible for these, by the way. A brooch. Cute. Alright. <laughs> you find a gun. Why do we keep leaning on guns today? <laughs> um, Alright, I got you. So, um, there's like pot everywhere. Mm-hmm, that's like for sure. not super surprising. Um, that's pretty easy to find. Maybe there's like a locked drawer and stuff. It's like, oh, this isn't about a murder. But one thing of note is in the trash can, there's a ripped up, um, like, looks like a, a legal looking document. And if you spent, do you want to spend some time putting it together? I assume you do, because this is a clue. Mm-hmm, correct. Yeah. So, like, you puzzle piece it together, and it's actually, um, you figure out it's a collection letter that's um, threatening legal action for, um, like, tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars of unpaid debt. Oh no! And there's used to be you can tell there's a perforated edge that used probably like a, a receipt or like that's who it would be addressed to, and that's been ripped off and signed in the trash can. Hmm. So hundreds of tens of thousands of dollars probably. Mm-hmm. Um, do I know what the collection is like? Or are they collecting an electric bill? Are they collect what? What type of collection are they looking for? Loans? What am I looking at? Um, yeah, it looks like it's uh, probably loans. Loans, but it's hard to tell. Maybe there's some pieces missing or something, or you can't quite read them because of the how it's ripped. Okay, can't quite tell if it's oh an individual or a business or what. But money is owed. Yeah, and like a lot. Oh, um, do I can see if it's a letter of some kind? Dear Mr. or Mrs., so that's probably no, missing. That's, that's probably the part that was uh, ripped off. Ripped off, yeah. So is it a company? Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's okay, tell so that's it's a, so it's really company. really hard. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But there's money missing somewhere, yeah. and they need to pay it back. Yeah, you can probably just make out like the uh, the exact number, but you can yeah, yeah. Number well, that's fine. interesting. I would like to sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Oh yeah, I would like to. Oh, oh wait, yes, that was the clue. So yeah. thank you. Cool. So let's go back to the yes, yes, yes. So um, hmm. let's. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess let's say with Marilyn, right? You're you're sticking with um, sure. Hang out with charity, charity. So yeah, what, what are you doing with her? So Marilyn kind of wanders over and very Columbo esque, like she picks up one of the um, zucchini loaves and just kind of casually starts unwrapping it. And, kind of breaks it in half and gives Charity a part. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I just wrapped those. But then takes it and starts eating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, 
um, the, in the TV show they bleep it out, but she's like, oh, fuck, these are good. God damn it. So good at this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's roast this bone. Uh, she pulls out. It's all bleeped out in the TV show. show too. <laughs> uh, the uh, ABC is like, yeah, not put this on there. This is in the SNL sketch parodying the show later. Um, but yeah, they. She just says, like, like terrible shame. I mean, yeah, I have to say, you're holding up pretty well from this. You're pretty. You're one. You're you're a cool customer. Your sister, though, seems uptight. Trina squints over at uh, Grace, and she's like, "Yeah." Just kind of stands <laughs> down. Yeah, a real. I mean, some people are just a little more square. I get it. Thing is, I mean, cool farm like this. All this opportunity to, you know. Uh, and she winks at her um, to to grow whatever crops you want. Ever any uh, ever any trouble from them? Ever any trouble from them? She's like, oh, meaning meaning Grace and her yeah. husband or Desmond who has died. She's like, uh, oh, just um. Uh, and she kind of just starts saying gibberish for a minute, kind of, and like, well, they, they're not super happy about it, but, you know, I just make my own money and, like, helping them out, and why can't I have something on the side? They don't, they don't really mind, I don't think. And, I mean, Grace would never say anything. She's the one who gave me this job. She wanted me to settle down. Mm. Here's me settling down. So happens I got her grandma's recipes, helping her out a lot. And yeah, I mean, Marilyn is just is absolutely going to town. <laughs> zucchini loaf. Um. So, how about Desmond? I mean, old Grace over here is is married to uh, Mort. Is married to Mort. Uh, I don't. Desmond. Was he single? Was he, uh... Uh, well... Uh, I don't know. And she kind of, just, again, is like spacing out a little bit. And she's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I'm not really into older guys. And she kind of looks over at this uh, uh, Alejandro guy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a second. In that picture, mm-hmm. that could have been a silver-haired lady. Huh. Okay. And she goes, I get it. Um, are you trying to meddle, do you think? Absolutely, I'm trying to meddle. Yeah, why don't you give us a roll and see how it goes. Sure. What would you say I'm utilizing here? Yeah, it seems like you're being a... A um, sassy broad. Yeah, it seems like a presence kind of situation, I would guess. Sure. That's zero, I think. Yeah, it is. Troops. I have four. All right. So you can use one of the crowns if you want, um, which will bump it up to the next tier, so it would be a seven to nine instead. And the um, the void crown, I think, is the ones where um, more supernatural stuff will start happening. Uh-huh. And the one of the, the woman? What is it? The crown of the queen. The queen. 
the woman. Come on. The queen is the one where we kind of get more information about your character in particular later on. Do you want us to go back to you? Do you want to take a minute? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take a minute on that one, because I, I have an idea, but I... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come, come, come on back. So, let's go over to uh, Diamond. Last we saw, you were um, walking okay. over to uh, the, the three people, Alejandro, Zoe, and Grace. Here. Right. And so the two younger kind of cashiers, and then the the woman kind of in charge. Mm-hmm. So I think she goes over there and, um, you know, maybe she, she's like, you know, smiles really big and she's like grabs, uh, grace and just and gives her like an unwarranted hug or an unasked for hug, I should say. And she's just like, Oh my darling. I'm so, so overwhelmed. You must just be terrified. This happened right here in front of your eyes to your own it's her brother-in-law too then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. To your own brother-in-law. Oh my goodness. And you, you children, oh, youth, oh, wasted on the young. Mm. You have to. Zoe's just like, huh? You have to have known someone that was involved. Did anything seem suspicious? I mean, where were you two anyway while all of this was going on? Hmm. And, um, Zoe, the, the girl, she, um, she look like she is um she has like short like black hair that's like obviously dyed black it's like a very uh what is that bangs like straight bangs and everything um and she's the one wearing that college hoodie um like the the close college to us you know or to hammock heights and she's like um uh wow like Losing your memory already. We were like in the same room with you. Remember you're buying some stuff when uh, that your your husband here, to Grace, uh, came in and said there was some kind of problem. <laughs> um, darling, you don't uh, speak like that to your elders. First of all, I certainly wasn't paying attention to you or your blunt cut bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And she kind of like rolls her eyes so hard. And Alejandro's just like, yeah, chill out, Zoe. Come on. I was clearly perusing all of the beautiful pumpkin jewelry. Well, hopefully none of that was yours because I will no longer be a customer. Mm. And Grace uh, is like, well, hold on. Uh, we are very respectful of uh, uh, murder mavens. Um, and we really appreciate your helping out. The sheriff told us you're, you're assisting. I really appreciate that. Desmond meant a lot to all of us. And I mean, just... Uh, and it seems like now that you're actually here with the three of them, um, they were kind of... Uh, what's your, uh, Charity was saying, oh, Grace is consoling them. But it's like, uh, it seems like these two are consoling Grace. Hmm. Well... Alejandro, Alejandro, maybe you will talk to me a little more politely than bowl cut Wednesday Adams over here. Um, maybe you can tell me where the two of you were while all of this was commotion was going on, because it seems to me that no one had their eyes on anything around here. And then she like shoots over like a look at Zoe. And Alejandro is another, he's like very clean cut, um, just like a, like sitting up, like his posture is like almost too perfect, and he's like, 
Uh, yeah, actually, um, I was at register three. Zoe was at register uh, four. Um, one and two were out. Um, Miss uh, Billingsley, she was um, in the corner there at ta- that table with the um, pumpkin candles doing the books until your friend um, was disputing the price. And he, like, tells the exact, like, like um, placement. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like as if it were, like, on graph paper. So you're telling me register one and two were gone? They were missing? No, no, just no one was on them right now because mm. this is still the, the slow season, so. Okay. Alrighty then. That's usually where the brothers. What about be. the people that made these scarecrows? Anything suspicious about any of them? Anyone not not fond of Mr. Desmond? And Grace is just like, oh, they're just all just adorable children. They, oh, they they're so good at the. Oh, I just can't believe. It. Oh, they're gonna. I hope they don't hear about this. And um, but Zoe's just like, they were just children. Well, snot-nosed brats. Their parents did most of the work. Hmm. Their parents, you say? Any of the parents that did not get along with Mr. Desmond for any reason? And then I, Zoe's about to say something. Like, she opens her mouth and then looks over to Grace there, who maybe has her hand, like, mm. uh, like head in her hands, like, trying to not cry. And Zoe's like, uh, no, uh, I can't think of one person. She obviously is lying. Hmm. Do you think you're trying to meddle? Do you have any other specific questions, or do you want to go for the role? No, I mean... We can keep talking if you want. Yeah, I mean, maybe one last thing. Sure. Well, thank you, dearest Zoe, and dear Alejandro. (laughs) I appreciate both of your time and thank you for cooperating because, you know, we can't have a scarecrow murderer running around this town. Nope, not with the mavens, that is. Listen, Miss Grace, and then she like goes over to Grace and she uh, like maybe puts her arm on her hand and she's just like leans into her and leans very closely. And then she's like, I don't want the children to hear this, but... Maybe you and I need to speak one-on-one and talk a little more about some of these parents that perhaps didn't care for Mr. Desmond. I mean, personally, I know when me and my husband, Juan (laughs) Julian Rodriguez Cruz, (laughs) you know, old JJ, if you were lucky enough to meet him, you know, there were times that everything was not perfect paradise picture plum passion. (laughs) Sometimes things were rough, rotten, rided, rudy. No, no. And then she starts to tear up a little bit. And she's like, She's like, Have you been talking to Charity? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some things had happened between Desmond and his fair lover before. I mean,. If he's going to tell anyone, he's going to tell you all, right? And um, Grace just kind of shakes her hand. She's like, Desmond, no. Oh, he's he's not the romantic type. I don't, and I don't think anyone even had an opinion on him, let alone a bad one. Hmm. And yet, where is his brother in all this? I think the sheriff's talking to him. Oh, well... He and the boys. 
Hmm. And you're all over here, all by yourselves. <laughs> Do you want to meddle now? Now I'm ready to meddle. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and roll. It seems like a... It seems like composure, although... Um, or not composure, but a presence, although at the end, maybe you're... Were you trying to intimidate her? Mm. You're leaning for the intimidation, maybe that could be a composure if you want. Maybe. Otherwise, I think presence makes the most sense. Yeah, I guess presence. Oh, my roll. Mm. So that's going to be a miss. Um, I I closed my eyes because I didn't want to think about it. So, um, that'll be a miss unless you want to use one of your crowns. Do you want to take a minute to think about it like uh, we gave Austin? This one or this one? This one? Y- either one. This one. So, if you do the, the crown of void, that means this just is not a miss and don't worry about it now. But what it essentially means is things will get more supernatural mm. or scary. And if you use the crown of the queen, we'll get a glimpse into um, your maven's past. Okay. But um, either one does the same thing to the dice. Do you want, do you want to give you a second thing on that? I'm you, still I'm just reading one? through them really quick. Mm, okay, gotcha. Um, all right, let's go. Or, yeah, let's go back to Birdie then. Birdie. So you just got your a clue here. Mm-hmm. Put together this puzzle piece. What is her next plan? So she's going to slowly come down. And I think a barn probably has like high windows. It's a loft. Now it's starting to get darker. I'm not claiming that it's dark. I'm just saying it was already darkness, essentially, when I was walking yeah. through. All the lights are above me. So now she's going to search for the exit. I feel at some point, because it's a different side of the building, maybe she hears, hears all of the like male voices chatting in a different like room. Mm, so you um, try and find them. Yeah, so I, I don't think she's trying to... like. She's trying to definitely take her time and, and sneak as soon as she hears the voices. So, so maybe she's going to try to like listen in. Yeah, I love that. So I, I'm thinking it's a, it's pretty echoey. So if you want to get closer, I mean, this is a perfect time for a night move, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking too. I think yeah. it's a night move. So this is the first night move we've done, I believe. I know. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read that trigger. Oof. And I, I have a feeling I know where this is going, but when you do something risky or face something you fear... Name what you're afraid will happen if you fail or yeah. lose your nerve. So what do you think? What's the worst that could happen? Easy. So she's still kind of triggered by all the scarecrow stuff. She's walking around and there's all this straw and stuff. She probably, you know, this is probably where they keep all of the, what are these? The props, the, cru- not the crucifix, the like stakes. Oh yeah. So maybe she's like seeing stuff in the shadows. So mm-hmm. she's kind of more leaning towards like, I'm more spooked out than I thought. Maybe I'm not. But it's still the murderer. That's her main focus. So you're scared you're going to see the murderer? Yeah. She's scared that the murderer might be hiding in here. Or when she listens in, she's not sure what she's going to hear. Because all of... I don't know if maybe she didn't notice it. But all of the men, quote unquote, left the room to go talk. Why Why couldn't he investigate in front of everybody else? You know what I'm saying? Like that's where... I don't know. There's the money thing. Definitely yeah, so through, so yeah. the answer is that you'll see the murderer, right? Yes. Okay. And then this Specifically. might have to say how it's worse, right? I don't know. Let me read it. The keeper will tell you how it's worse than you fear. Yes, correct. You can choose to go back down or go through with it. Yeah, I think the worst is that uh, they'll find you and 
actually capture you. The murderer. Love that for me. Okay. And you're still shaking, right? Correct. That is a three, a six, and a, so I drop the highest? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I have a five. Oh, Void of the Crown, baby! No, Void of, uh, Crown of the Void. Give me that shit. Yeah. I want supernatural nonsense, and I want it Speaking now. Speaking of shit, we're taking no shits on yeah. these in the last couple of <laughs> three misses in a row. Technically, it was fine, but I'm, I'm more, like, disabled. At the so, um, with the Void, you have to do them in order, so just mark off the first yep. one. Um, Shadow in the Garden. And then I'll read it for you. Give me a second. Shadow no, you, you, can, you, can, uh, you don't have to read the void thing. Shadow I don't have to read it. You, have, you know what it's going to do? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, let's see. That What's the um, dark, or the night move, um, 79? Um, 79. You do it, or hold steady. But there is a complication or a cost. The keeper describes what it looks like. Perfect. So, um... All right, I have an idea for that, but let's come back to that. That could be the end of the session. Put a pin in that. I've got an idea. Put a pin in. So, um, so I think w- when we come back to Marilyn, yeah, she's talking to Charity still, and she says, um, "You decided to do a crown." Yeah, crown of the- I was trying to. I was trying to decide on her backstory. Cool. Um, and she says, "You know, I was married for a long time. A long time." There were so many close calls, but sometimes they stick around. Um, and she gets into some of her backstory, and she'll say, "Well, we can do this. You don't have to do it immediately, but you can if you want." I think she'll just tell her this. Okay. So it's it's not so much a like a flashback as it is just her telling her this, and maybe we see some of the. Some of the image, like, there. Okay, so it's like a scene. Kind of, but it's mostly her narrating what's going on. And saying that, uh, like, uh, after her husband died, her, his brother, his, his, like, I think half-brother, why the hell not, his half-brother, um, uh, started, like, like contacted her so much. And then she realized, like, this was this person who was, um, like, wanted to be in her life. And she's like, Younger, sure. Is it appropriate? I, I don't know. But sometimes people just want what they want. So she's just trying to, like, get on this lady's kind of, like, mm. like, like you and me are simpatico. I understand what's going on here, lady. It doesn't matter that you're blazed as hell. Um, okay. And you're going after some young poontang. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, mechanically, I think you bumped it up so you get a clue in this mm-hmm. case. Yes. So, I think, uh, yeah, go ahead and throw this in the, mm. the jar. Sorry. Look at the jar. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. It'll never come out. I mean, yeah. should have picked the jar. I now. So, um, yeah, I think you tell her that story, and you can tell that she is like, yeah, okay. It kind of makes her feel a little better, mm-hmm. um, especially because 
expertly you figured out kind of who that picture was about. So she does feel, <laughs> uh, you do feel a little um, that she's uh, empathizing with you a little more. And she, she says, um, yeah, okay, that's a pretty good story. But not really revealing why she says that. Uh-huh. She's like, hey, you you murder maintenance, I guess. You, you're pretty good at this solving and murder stuff. I think um, maybe you should have this. I didn't want to give it to that cop because, you know reasons but i get it she like reaches into uh her oh in her like she goes up under her shirt from her bra i guess she's wearing yoga pants but yeah and she gives you this um little envelope Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah i found this recently um i don't know maybe you can you know maybe it'll be better used to you maybe maybe it's uh it'll lead you down the path of why this happened because i can't figure it out and when you open this envelope, it's uh, six brand new credit cards in Desmond's name, but it still has the sticker, like, call to activate. Huh. And she's like, yeah, I thought it was pretty weird. But, uh, and she, like, looks, you know, as if she's crossing the street, like, back and forth. And she's like, but uh, you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, I think she tells her that. Um, I think she tells Marilyn that information and then Marilyn opens the envelope after she's left the scene. Mm. Oh yeah, maybe she, she's like, yeah, but I gotta go and take that smoke break. And that's when you open that up. And then we go back to um, Diamond Dina. So did you decide to um, do a void move as well? Or not a void move, a crown move? Yeah, I'm gonna do a crown move. Which one are you picking? Um, I'm going to do, in the present day, showing how I satisfy my physical desires. Okay, so hold on to that. You don't have to do a, um, a flashback yet. We, we'll come back to that in a second. But, um, yeah, make sure it looks like you picked one already. So what you were trying to meddle with was Grace in particular, right? hmm Grace is married to Mort. Mm-hmm. And Who's Grace, the brother of yes. Desmond. Yeah. You need to get, like, a family tree for next time. Mm-hmm. You remind me what the, what the last thing you said was? Um, asking, meddling in asking Grace if Desmond maybe had like a secret lover or mm, that's right. um, maybe there was a problem that she had with Desmond or even that her husband had with his brother. That's right. Okay. Um, what's a good clue for you? I have this whole list of clues. I'm like, what seems most appropriate? So she says, um, I don't know, um, he's not the romantic type like she had said before. And she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I don't think I'm going to be any help to you. It's just been a long night. I have to talk to the sheriff too, but I do really appreciate everything you're doing. Like I said, she's like, um, hmm, um, here, have, have a pumpkin loaf on us. Just, and she gives you like a big one. And she, she's like, here, I know you, I shouldn't have yelled at you for your, you and your friend for that stuff earlier. Um, just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I just have to lay down. And she kind of like leaves you. And then when you look at this pumpkin loaf, you notice like, oh, it looks like this is like a gross one. It looks like someone like you put their finger in it or something. And then assuming you're like, let me look into this. Um, you, you put your own finger in it. And you're like, well, why did they do this? And it comes out with like, it's maybe too small for your finger, but it's like an engagement ring stuck in here. You you, you won the king of the carnival. 
or whatever it is, the king cake. Mm. And it, when you examine this little um, engagement ring, oh. it oh. it does not look overly expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like an engagement ring, but like maybe on discount or something. Mm. Like not the most beautiful you could ever imagine. And then finally, and back. then and then as she's as you're you're looking at you the ring, yeah, you're looking at the ring. And uh, you kind of stare at it, and when you look over, Marilyn's there, and she's pulled off some of the pumpkin loaf and is eating a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. And then back into um, the, the shadowy barn mm-hmm. with all of the... Uh... I've made a choice. Yeah. So you maybe do let out like a, like a yelp or something, because... Ooh. Yeah, and you, you marked off one of your... Yeah, it's too. Crown of the Void. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Um, oh, so so appropriate. You are startled because you see two men in front of you, and you uh, take a step back, maybe, and you realize, oh, these are just two scarecrows. And one is um, just like like it actually looks like kind of the brothers, right? Like mm-hmm. one is more like big, like maybe more chubby, like uh, Rubenesque, perhaps. I hate a bunch of Rubens, am I right? Yeah. Hey, oh. That's a good and, burlesque name. Oh, yeah. Ruben S. And the other one uh, next Squire, to it is just, like, taller and, you know, thinner, I guess. Um, and, I mean, you're a murder maven, so let's just assume you're looking through them, right? So, your clue. It's perfect that everyone gets, I mean, I guess we could theorize, perhaps, but take, take your little clue. Orange is my favorite color. Oh. It fits. <laughs> so many clues. Make it fit. Um, this scarecrow, you actually you feel around, um, and you realize that it's stuffed with money, and it looks like just piles, or, you know, tons of um, five and ten dollar bills specifically. Really, like no bills higher or lower than that. Um, and it's a good stack. Like I don't think you have time to count it right now, but. Let's say it's like more than two thousand dollars, and then you're like, "Oh, well, that's in this one. What's in the other one?" You kind of feel it, and it's just like, um, it's maybe like gourds are inside it. It's like weirdly hard and like, but squishy a little bit. This is the taller one, hmm. and you're like, "That's strange." And then um, you're like, "Well, what's going on here?" And then you like pull up the little burlap sack thing, and it's actually Todd's body. It's got a cord stuck in it. I wasn't ready for that personally. <laughs> okay. Poor Todd. And his camera is still rolling. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess let's stop there, right? That's oh, pretty shit. good. Then. Ooh, and let's go to the um, to the end of session bad. stuff. So let's see. Let me make sure I'm doing this order. I wasn't screaming before. Okay, so yeah, let's do the crown moves first. So you already got your taken care of. You kind of yeah. said it in the scene, which is cool. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I think uh, Diamond Dina owes us one. Yeah. So give us a what's what what's the uh, prompt that it gave you? A scene in the present day showing how you satisfy your physical desires. Ooh, very interesting. So you can make it thematic to this uh, um, 
episode if you want, but it's not necessary. Um, we can, even if it's completely different, we can kind of, as humans, connect them anyway. But what's a good, like, just like, relatively brief, uh, like, scene all to yourself, you can narrate this. And remember, it's on ABC, so it can't be too graphic. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Am I just talking to myself? Yeah, this this is like a, a, a flashback, so you can just describe it as if you're, like, writing the script if you want. So, um, okay, so sh- uh, Diamond Dean is looking around and, like, seeing all the people chitter-chatter and talk and cry and get upset. And then all of a sudden it kind of, like, starts to, like, um, you know, like, hollow... You know how that's like everything just becomes quieter and quieter and more background and more background until it's just like silence. And she looks over and she sees um, a young strapping like farmer kid boy man that's above 18. Um, Farmer gentleman that's just sitting at the at one of the long barn tables and he's like shucking corn. And he's just like just sitting there waiting I guess to be questioned by the chair and then all of a sudden she looks off into the distance and she looks back and all of a sudden she is um at her parents restaurant where she used to work and there's a big barn table just like a big table that everybody used to eat at and there's a young um corn sugar latino boy making tamales and she, in the vision, you know that that's like a kid that used to work at the tamale store. <laughs> and she walks over and she thinks about it and she's watching him, you know, make the tamales and fold them into the corn husks. And um, he looks up at her and then he smiles at her and hands her a tamale. And then she jumps on top of the table and then she starts making out with him. And then it comes back to present day and she like shudders and she walks over to the man and she says, Can I, can I get some of that corn you shook? <laughs> Incredible. So that was like all her fantasy. I love that. That's really awesome. Well, it wasn't not her fantasy. It was, it was a memory. A memory, oh, but okay, like that's... that's how she sustains herself. That's how she sustains herself uh, to, to satisfy her physical desires is like she likes to, you know, like flirt with the younger man and, and eat things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's unexpected than eating things? How to eat corn. It's her physical <laughs> desires. And Bertie, you didn't have any um, Crown of the Queen, right? You just had the Void one, right? Crown of the Void. Gotcha. Right. Okay, so yeah, we'll save that one for next time. Mm-hmm. And... Now that's over. We got those end of sessions questions. End of sessions so, questions. End of session questions. Questions. So we didn't solve the mystery yet, but I mean, we got all those clues right at the end. So I think we can start it pretty much solving it. I think we can theorize. Yeah, it should be pretty easy next time. So you didn't do that this time, unfortunately. But let's. Uh, I guess I'll go in reverse order. So Birdie, what was your what was your two questions? The ones that I chose, I did not do anything. Well, I guess. Did you secretly undermine the authority of a local official? No. He didn't tell us to stay this time. If anything, I was purposely looking for stuff. I guess it did say employees only. That's the closest I can get yeah. to it. Oh, you can make a case for that. That's yeah. kind of what I was going to say. You were in the office that you were supposed to be in. Yeah. I was technically in the, in the home. Yeah. I think I'll give that to you. Okay, cool. And what was your other one? Um, 
did I behave like a woman half my age? I'm going to say no to that. Um, other than climbing a ladder, I did not do anything youthful. <laughs> That's true. Alright, what about Diamondina? Mine also, I picked to do secretly undermine the authority of a local official. I don't know if I so secretly undermined, but I was asked, I mean, I was the one pushing to like, give us a list of what people were involved, give us names, and then, you know, like, basically trying to convince the sheriff to let us stay. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily undermining, but it's not secret, perhaps. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. What do you two, how do you, do you feel? I don't know about that one. No, because he, in the end, he agreed, so yeah. we did, you know, and we never got the list, if you think about it that way. If you, I feel like if you had succeeded, maybe, but... Maybe not. I want this time. What was your other one? Did I share a memory of a late family member? And I think yes, because I talked about how my marriage was perfect. Oh yeah. And that's then right. I also expressed how the memory of uh, how it wasn't perfect all the time. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, oh, my cousin, the Tamale guy. Like, oh no. no. Also, he wasn't my Close cousin. One. He was my brother. <laughs> he was my. He was an employee. <laughs> <laughs> Close one. Yeah, I think you definitely qualified for that one with the mm-hmm. uh, JJ yeah. part. And what about Marilyn? So Marilyn did not secretly undermine the authority of a local official. Oh, everyone picked that. Yeah, we wanted to. Unless I think, I, yeah, I think it was also partially came from the previous how incompetent the uh, the previous uh, mm-hmm. cop was. That's true. But unless you consider. Uh, the authority of a local official to be the system of capitalism itself. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. Maryland's, but no. uh, Maryland's, Maryland's blatant disregard <laughs> no. for that. Okay. So, I'm not allowed to have I'm not allowed to have um, me forcing our way into this, you know, you guys won't let me have that one. We're not letting you have this one. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah. she, I, so, okay. So she probably didn't um, undermine the authority yeah. of a local official. We could say capitalism is a premise. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> so uh, and then she did though share a memory of a late family member. Oh, yeah. Consider her husband story about her husband. Yeah, that counts. Mm. So you did a couple. And, and I, yeah, yeah, and I think, and I think to like get more specific with that, yeah, her. I don't remember. It's, it's, the, it's the idea of a burgeoning romance, like a present-day burgeoning mm-hmm. romance, that this half-brother of her late husband is in contact with her, mm-hmm. and that, like, he has this, like, he's the younger brother who was always, like, pining after this <laughs> older... Yeah. Uh, Not escaping incest in this uh, yeah. this episode, huh? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh, Not technically incest. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't incest, guys. <laughs> yeah. my brother or my cousin. We're talking about it. Tamale boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> feel free to delete this part. We're <laughs> getting Game of Thrones now. They had it should be called Games of Throne. Um, I don't know how plurals work in Austin. The that's that's my note to George R. R. Martin. No, the um, uh, yeah. So I think that that's the, like the present yeah. day. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. I agree. Why are we keeping score? Yeah. So oh, yeah, there's an XP track somewhere oh, on there. Oh yeah. The so if I do squares. one, I get a little. I get to check the square. Yeah, and if you don't have any squares left, let me know, and something else happens. Whoop! We'll get another old lady jewel. No. Yes, we're gonna raise the numbers, right? 
I'm assuming. Yeah, and then you get some, some perks. Special. Yeah. Do all these old lady jewels get to stay here? Yeah. Those will be for next time, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you theorize. Cool, I think that's that's it then. So, um so we have some extra time, I guess, real quick. It does suggest doing a, a thing called Stars and Wishes. I think we've done this before. Like Stars is like, oh, uh, this is was something particularly cool that someone did this game. And wishes is something like, oh, I, I really wish something like this would happen next time. That would be cool. Mm, okay. Do you want to go and do that real fast? Yeah, we did that last time. Yeah, like, this like, is like a relatively common thing, but it's like built into the game. So I'm like, I guess since we have time. Um, no ASMR. <laughs> oh, um, me like crazy. Yeah, do you want to let's snake it? Sure, snake eyes. Um, so I, have a, I guess stars first, then wishes. After. Sure, a thing I really liked. Um, I like the beginning of the supernatural stuff. In the previous game, we did the pilot, not well, not last yeah. week's session. The unaired pilot. The, uh, yeah, the, the unaired un-air. pilot, yeah. The pilot that recast all of the main characters. The Sheriff Wimple comes back. Yeah. Uh, it's the only one we like. Yeah. So, I think we didn't hit on any of the supernatural elements almost at all in that. Yeah. Um, I think in both of these, Eduardo's character has had that, uh, the supernatural stuff yeah. occur, and I'm interested to see how that comes in, so I'd maybe like us, I'd like to see us lean into that. I know I've been leaning, keeping it, like, much Away. more comedy-based, mm-hmm. um, but I, I need to figure out how I can lean into that, too, and not maybe lose some of the comedy as well. Yeah. A scrappy-doo, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I feel you. What about you, Marisa? Do you have a, a star, like, something that was really cool? That really jived with you. Yeah, I mean, I hate to repeat it, but that spooky scene was like, it was spooky. Like it scared me, you know. The the phone part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Same. a really cool thing. Um, the old lady jewels as um, uh, clues. Yeah, um, you supplied those props. Jewels. Props to me. Here, you guys can hear it. <laughs> old lady jewels. Um, uh, I like the theme. Um, I also liked. Uh, let me see. I don't know. I kind of like this overall story. I think it's fun. Um, the Halloween, Halloweeny. Yeah. Um, I think my only I, is it a criticism or whatever. I'd say criticism, but that, that's a, a bonus. Go for it. Well, what is it supposed to be? Stars. That's something wishes. that's good. That's something you wish happens next time. But we'll come back. For okay. The what I wished happened. Oh, never mind. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just working on that. Perfect. Um, I do, I do appreciate criticism too. I'll it's not a criticism okay. to you. All right. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Eduardo, do you have a star that like, um, something that was really cool? Yeah, I like how we're with each of the quote unquote mysteries that we're doing. We're being more aesthetic with it. Like I, I like that we're following whatever the aesthetic is. Like mm-hmm. with the other one, we were in the house, so we had like the different three rooms and the tea and all that stuff. We could, it kind of fit the story more. I like that. So the same thing with us in this one. We went on a hayride. We saw the gourd, you know, mm-hmm. the, the gourds. And, you know, I feel like we're fitting this, the place of Hammock Heights better, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because last time, I really can't even remember where we were or what we did. I remember mm-hmm. us, yeah, but I don't remember any of the mystery itself, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as a star, we're getting better with the aesthetics of the place. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. You get it. I get I get to participate too. I think um, I really appreciated um, 
you getting yourself into trouble and like going off on your own and letting us like do the the day and night move mm -hmm. was really good. Um, also, I, I appreciate that I gave up the ghost and was like, don't do a mystery every session because I think I let it breathe more this time mm -hmm. and it, I feel differently. I felt less pressure from it. Yeah, in a, I feel in like a, as a player, not as a character. Yeah, I feel that was a huge mistake on my part in the, the first session of this one we did. Um, wish a, a wish that you would something that you would hope happen next time. I wish I don't know how to do this, so I'm just gonna throw this out there. In these games, we always run into a situation of you want to kind of do your own thing, but you want the other people around. I think it's a good idea for us to probably maybe I'd like us to try to keep together more often. Mm. Um, but maybe it would be a good idea to designate like this is the person who's running the show in this scene. Mm. And so like you still have the equivalent of if we split up. Mm -hmm. But okay, this is Eduardo's scene, but Marisa's character's with him. Right. Or uh, Diamond Dean is with Birdie. Birdie's doing the main questioning and Diamond Dean is just kind of like uh, sidekicking or kind of a deal. And so that way, like, each person gets their time to shine and do whatever. But we're not alone. Not for, like, safety purposes, but for that additional dynamic of, like, if you're playing, like, the Golden Girls kind of thing. Like, it off makes of each sense other, right? that they play off of one another tomorrow. I feel like, and just to, you know, go in a, in a good direction, I think we are going that way because when we started earlier and we were all three of us looking at the photo, even though I had a supernatural moment that you guys didn't see, mm -hmm. we still gained a clue from it together. We still saw the couple in the background and we could like be a part of the, the, the thing together. So that I think in that direction, leaning with what he's saying, it's cool that we had that moment together. I think that'll be a good thing to continue to do. Bigger, more developed with the actual cluing or whatever. Yeah, and, and to... Um... Since I have the benefit of like listening to people's recordings of this previously, I think it's kind of made to the the metal move and the the day and night moves are kind of made to um, oh everybody split up please and the cozy move is to like now people come back so it's kind of like an ebb and flow mm -hmm. is how it's supposed to be but we also haven't done any mystery that's lasted more than like an hour so far okay so um, that might hopefully um, come into play more easily in the future but. You're totally right that it doesn't make a ton of sense if it's like, all right, the barn's on lockdown. Um, I, there's a murderer here. Why would I want to split up? That totally makes sense. I had to take a risk. The murderer could have been in that room with me. Yeah. But, um... I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. That's that, a good wish. That makes total sense. Like I just think you better, like, yeah. balance each other out. So. Marissa, you had one. Um, you got your Ready wish. to go, right? <laughs> I wish. Oh, yeah, I was going to say exactly what Austin already said, was that I kind of wish that um, Marilyn would embrace the void. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Instead of being avoidant. Oh, don't. Oh, that's incredible. So you, what Not you might say is I'm trying to avoid the void. <laughs> exactly. That was good. Oh, my God, it's my Domino's pizza background again. <laughs> Damn you, Monahan. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to there being more spooky... Elements. Elements. Yeah. I kind of just forget that that's even a thing here. Yeah, so 
the way the way to do that too is whenever you make a metal move, if you want to get a crown or something, you got to get a twelve plus on it to get like a spooky thing to happen. I've been rolling pretty well, but it would I when I rolled lower than normal, I could have gone with the crown of the queen, but I was like, nah, give me that spooky shit. I've already been seeing stuff left and right. Like it's time. And to give you some um, some foreshadowing, the more of these void clues you get, the easier it will be to get more void clues, so it's like a snowball situation. Mm. But yeah, so look forward to some spooky stuff, hopefully. But yeah, I can definitely keep working stuff into it. Because I sort of forgot. I was like, oh, this is just a mystery. But not a murder mystery, not like a spooky mystery. Oh, and, and actually when we get enough or someone gets enough experience points. One option is to take another one of those Maven moves. Mm-hmm. I think there's like one or two or three maybe that does like more spooky shit, please. Mm-hmm. Love so, that. I'm looking for those two. Um, but they worried you have a wish next time. Hmm. You guys took good wishes. Um, let me think for just a second. What do we do? Oh, yeah. The... the the day move and the night move, now that I have done that, I'm like, okay, I can expand this because I felt like we all got stuck with presents last time. We were just like being charming. And this time I was like, reason, composure. Like I was trying to find reasons to do other moves. Mm-hmm. Like to, I want to roll the dice more if, if it's going to lean to the story being pushed faster. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, I love that we're developing our characters and talking, and, but I want to find a way to utilize the rules more. Yeah, to help us push faster. That's the wish. Because yeah, when I did it today, I was like, "Oh, okay, I rolled for something that I haven't rolled for before." Mm-hmm. And even like the composure thing made sense with what I was doing. So, yeah. oh, oh, robots. Well, yeah, but, but that's that would be my wish to like lean more in that direction to, to using the game more. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, uh, okay, I'll give you a good example. I have this condition now where I'm like more scared. So I have to do a cozy move to if I want to lessen it next time. So we have to like, not all of us, but we have to at some point chat to hopefully get me out of that, you know, type of fear. Yeah. Or I could just go crazier. <laughs> yeah. Either way. That's cool too. And I think, uh, especially you're gonna have this, it's like a cheating of a wish, but I think I'm gonna try to um, maybe do uh, like the next morning or something. So there's like time progression. So this, maybe you'll, like, the next day have to theorize or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, I think that's a good idea, yeah. rather than have it all be, what are they called, parlor mysteries? Mm, where you're yeah. in one place. I've never heard that, but that makes sense. That's, that's just based I mean, on the that's, that's, yeah, like that's good. The, yeah, I, there, I think there's more to it than that, but, like, yeah, I think it was really Agatha Christie, you're all stuck in one spot for at the... Until somebody solves the mystery. Right, if you think of yeah. Murder, She Wrote, like, uh, Angela Lansbury's character, whose name escapes me, Angela Lansbury. Oh, okay. Uh, the character. <laughs> yeah, Angela Lansbury. Uh, lady from Miss Bed Knobs and Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. Slash lady from Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. Uh, she. Yeah. But yeah, that makes it, sense. It's throughout. So I feel it's like often over several days. Yeah, this game wants to do that, and I have not been doing that. Nope. I think that's been messing stuff up. You're good. It was only the one. Yeah. So cool. I'm gonna end recording now. Sure. Find out where this robot is.
Well, thank you, folks, for joining us for This American Dice Presents Hammockites, Episode 5. The music for this episode included A Dangerous Location by Ron Ernest and Your Love by Young Logos. Of course, our cast is Marisa as Diamond Dina Rodriguez Cruz, Austin as Marilyn Tucciarelli, Eduardo as Bertie Duad, and David as our Game Master. Hammockites is our take on Brindlewood Bay, a game by The Gauntlet. Hopefully, we'll see you next Friday for more exciting episodes of This American Dice Presents Hammock Heights. Of course, you can always join us Thursdays for Scale and Shadow, our long-running Dungeon World game. And Saturdays, we usually have new episodes of our old games coming up on our YouTube page. Saturdays, that is, we have the long games that are getting kicked off our regular podcast feeds. And Sunday, we've got short games that are getting kicked off of there right there on YouTube. Like, rate, review, 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 and subscribe the whole nine nards. And be sure to tell a friend. Till then. Ah, it is my name.